dentro de la hebilla y ajustelo hasta que esté seguro. When you get right down to it, we're a nation that speaks English. Adventure here on the Andy Amanda Show. We have Amanda Love this time down in Monterey Peninsula. Monterey, uh, that's no, that's near San Francisco. Monterey, uh, <laughs> Mexico, Mexico, Mexico. She's visiting Mexico, and I'm here oh, in, yeah? uh, in in the U.S. And uh, how how do you like how you liking uh, life on this side of the world so far, Amanda? Welcome, welcome. How's life it going? is very very cool on this side of the world. Uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, and I gotta admit. And I've said this to Isabella many times. The food is phenomenal. I think I'm oh, converted, I lo- Andy. I love Mexican food. I love Mexican food. Oh, I Mexican do. food is the best. Oh. It yes. really is. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you have? Like burritos? Now, Mexican food in Mexico is actually different. I think I haven't been yeah. there. I think than than the, what the Mexican food in the United States. It, how they make Mexican food here. In other words, I think the, the American, they, what do you call it, Americanized what Mexican food is here, I think. You oh, have the real yeah. authentic, like, have you had, like, burritos and tostitos and vajitas and cajitas and cajitas and cajitas? I agree with you about um, Mexican food in like the US and even the UK being kind of like Americanized versions because you know we've got like mm-hmm. Taco Bell etc however we've got a few unique restaurants in my hometown that are Mexican and I can honestly tell you if they were truly authentic um, because I haven't been able to make that comparison I'm only just trying a small number of dishes so far so um yeah, it's it's beautiful, and I shall be trying more over time. But yeah, I'm loving it here. It's great. You know, it's an interesting pace, um, different pace of life than it is obviously in the UK. Um, yeah. It's it, I don't know. I, I people obviously are, are very different than they are in the UK. Um, from what I've discovered, um, just being around everybody is people are more shut off to each other. Um, yeah. 
Whereas in the UK, you know, I explained this to Sabella actually. I said that, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, observing the people, people watching as I usually do, mm-hmm. and you see how people talk to each other and how they're happy to just be in that state of I don't need to relate to you. I can just get on with my things and do what I need to do. Whereas in the UK, mm-hmm. we kind of look at each other and feel like obligated to speak to each other and be nice to each other, but a lot of the time people don't want to. So you mm-hmm. can feel that tension if you're sat next to somebody or, you know, talking to somebody in a store or whatever that, you know, they, they got to be nice to you, but you, um, mm-hmm. they don't want to be. Whereas hmm. here, they're, 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 there's no hang-up like that. They They will just confidently be themselves without that hmm. kind of weird feeling that you that vibe you pick up from others so yeah i mean i can't compare to the u.s obviously um <laughs> so yeah we met a few people Listen, this is the way it is mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, interesting a real different world and um yeah fascinating stuff i'm enjoying it that's so great, and of course the yeah. weather, the, the weather, the weather, right? The weather. Oh well, yeah, we had a, a quite a warm day here. Well, I see it as warm because this is a hilarious thing. Okay, so the Mexican people will probably be looking at me thinking, "Oh my God, she can walk around with a t-shirt on at 22 degrees Celsius," which 22 degrees Celsius for me in the UK is warm. So I'm walking yeah. around with a t-shirt on, and everybody else has got jackets and jumpers on because they're cold. They're used to a lot. Yeah, I get where we where we are here. Uh, where we are here, it's uh, you know it's been in the in this high 60s, low 70s here in Southern California, where I am. I'm I'm I'm, I'm up near LA, of course, and uh, yeah. the um, and down in San Diego, it's it's warmer. You know, closer to to the San Diego is just north of the Mexican border. Um, yeah. But it's been uh, when it gets to when it gets like 58 here, 59, I'm from these coasts. You know, this time of year for me, it's rainy and miserable and gray and snowy and icy, and you get your winter clothes on, your, your, your long-sleeve sweater and a, and a ski jacket or whatever. Um, mm. You get in the car and you're freezing. You know, you can't wait to get the heat going. Um, but And that's when it gets, you know, 20 degrees, 18 degrees, 30, you know, freezing. Here, if it goes um, in Fahrenheit, if it goes, you know, 60, 58, I'm freezing. I'm freezing here at 58 oh, degrees. Really? Oh, oh yeah. my God. Which is like, you know, I guess for you, about 18, 18 degrees, I guess, Celsius, right around there, I think, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah probably, yeah. 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 I mean, freezing. even with 18 degrees for me, even though it's warmer, I don't think I can mm-hmm. walk around with a t-shirt too long. Mm-hmm. Um, right, need to put a jacket on or something, but uh, it depends, because the humidity makes a big difference as well, right? So, um, yeah. But yeah, like right right now here in Mexico, it's very very cold. Um, mm. Are you are yeah. you is Monterey is Monterey um, uh, elevated? Are you up on a plateau? Is Monterey? I forget. I forget the geography. Is Monterey uh, up, up well, high got, in the ma- You've got the mountains, um, and mm-hmm. where actually where I am is is a distance away from Monterey itself in in the city. I'm more on the outskirts. Um, so I'm, I'm nearer to the mountains, which it's colder. Um, so it's going to be warmer, like two degrees warmer if you go into Monterey itself. So hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it, in, in I can't think what the conversion is. I've not got it set up on my phone. It's so mm-hmm. on my phone in front mm-hmm. of me. Oh, I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's 46 degrees here right now. 47. Oh, okay. oh that's, fre- that's freezing. Oh my god, that's freezing. Yeah, that's freezing. <laughs> that's... Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. So I've left the UK, which was cold, to come yeah. here, which is cold. Um, but it's yeah. going to warm up. 
I've been checking that. <laughs> oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah. So tell us uh, what's your keeping up to date on what is happening in the UK and, and the United Kingdom of Chaos and uh, Boris wow. uh, Badenoff and his adventures there with um, uh, you know people wanting him to resign and some oh, people, my goodness. you know, it's been crazy yeah. there, eh? Yeah. Oh, it has been. It really has. I mean, I mean, yeah. Forest is still under fire with everybody. They're they're still trying to build up this um, these votes against him. And mm-hmm. like I said, it's going to take about fifty-eight votes. I think it's fifty-four, fifty-eight. Forgive me for getting it wrong. Um, to really kind of sway the scales and see if he will be kicked out, and then it's a hundred and something to literally kick him out. So mm. he's still carrying on. He's still keeping his head up. Um, trying to work government as best he can. He's literally had five people quit on him uh, since yesterday. Oh, my God. He's yeah, falling apart. Yeah. yeah. falling apart. It is. Government's falling apart right now. So we've had um, the director of communications, Jack Doyle, he um, quit. Um, he told the staff that recent weeks have taken a terrible toll on my family life, but that he had always intended to leave after two years. Um, it says a statement from a number 10 spokeswoman said chief of staff Dan Rosenfield had offered his resignation to the prime minister earlier on Thursday, but would stay on a while his successor was found. And Mr. Reynolds, uh, the prime minister's principal private secretary will do the same and then return to the role at the foreign office. Miss Norozansky, who quit on oh, this morning, is understood to have been loyal. To Miss Ms. Mirza. Miss Mirza's resignation was the most significant. Uh, Labour's shadow secretary for climate change, Ed Miliband, told the BBC. Uh, so basically, yeah, we've had about four or five people quit. Uh, five, I think. Mm. Yeah, five. And so, you know, that kind of shook up um, Boris Johnson a bit. But mm. he's welcoming change. He's literally telling everybody, oh, well, no, change is good. You know, we should see it like that. Change is good. And he's still carrying he's a, on. So he's 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 I don't know he he's he's a weird Something dude. Else. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's putting on that face. I can't, I, like, I, yeah. I, I can't quite figure him out. I, I can't quite put my finger on what it is about. I know exactly about, what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Oh he, he just, yeah. You can't. Some folks, you know, uh, leaders. You know, corporate heads, people. I mean, in general, you you, you, got, you got to get a grip of who they are. You get a feel for who they are and what they're about, and so forth. And especially, yeah. you know, leaders of, of, of heads of state. And this is a guy who you just—he just is kind of all over the map in a way. I, it, not so much as his political ideologies. Uh, you know, he's of a, he represents a party, obviously. But just in, when he gets up in front of the podium and begins to speak, you just don't get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. I mean, I mean, you're from there. I mean, is this is your? I mean, what am, am I off? By saying that, or, 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 or no, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I think I'm struggling to work out the guy too, and I've never really taken yeah. him too much. He's done a better job than other prime ministers that I've been in. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Personally speaking, I've never liked the last few that we've had. Um, mm-hmm. They just didn't sit right with me. They're very kind of pompous and arrogant, and I think Boris was the only one to kind of show any kind of decent humanity towards all people not just those uh, in class you know because uh, a lot of these things uh, in many countries are separated by class okay so the, yeah. the the Tory party as they're called which is the Conservative Party which is what Boris Johnson is part of they're aimed more towards the higher class you know the upper class people right mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, the middle class mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So then you've got the Labour Party, which is more towards lower class and middle class, and the Liberal Democrats is more um, middle class and higher class as well. So although they claim to be for everybody. Um, so, yeah, you know, you've got Labour Party constantly pounding at the Conservative Party at the moment about all of this, saying, you know, we, we would do things so much differently. And, of course, they would say that. They want the power. But, um, yeah, I mean, Boris seems more people-friendly, definitely. And mm. I warmed to Tim in that level. But the way he's dealt with things and the way he puts himself across I admire it in some ways because he's trying to replicate himself as mm-hmm. another, um, who am I thinking of? <laughs> yeah. Help me out with this one, Andy, my mind's gone blank. You know, we had, um, oh, God, I hate it when this happens. You know, when we were in the war, we had, uh, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Winston Churchill? Thank you very much. Yes, Winston Churchill. He's a smart guy, but he's a great guy. He's a great man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Now he was a legend. This country mm-hmm. loved, adored him, and we always look up to him highly for all that he did. So mm-hmm. you know, Boris Johnson literally models himself on that guy. The way he speaks, his English oh. that he uses. You know, we shall prevail, and he uses certain phrases that um, Winston Churchill used. So you can see that he's modelled himself on him, and, and in a way, he does a good job. But in other ways, he's just—I don't know—he's just a bit weird. <laughs> Well, as they uh, say, you know, I'd be a very gracious loser. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I kind of admire how he's keeping his head up with all this, though. He's not showing any sign of, well, yeah, I, you know, I was wrong. I fucked up. I'm going to hold my head, you know, look down and just let everything defeat me. He's literally keeping his head up, getting on with the job, very professional. Um, mm. No matter what's happening, he's trying to, to carry on. Whether that's for his benefit or just, um, I don't know, the parties. I don't know. I don't think it is for the, the, the party. I think it's more for himself, keeping mm. face, you know. Um, yeah. But I wouldn't well, want to be him right now. This is ridiculous. The system is falling apart. Yeah, I think some of my judgments were wrong, and some were wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, mm-hmm. uh, Andy, we got mm-hmm. in April, we've got, you know, this whole energy crisis that we're experiencing. Yeah. So uh, in April, we've got the, 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 the impact of that kicking in where the mm-hmm. energy prices are going to go sky high. So everybody's been preparing for this. And now everybody's also coming forward and, and pleading with government that we need help because there's going to be a lot of people frightened of using their energy, electricity, water, whatever it is, because of the energy prices going through the roof and not being able to afford to, to live and, you know, all this kind mm-hmm. of thing. So government are trying to help with that as much as possible. There's talks about that. Mm. So, you know, with that going on and the economy, we're literally now, uh, they're forcing people into jobs here in the UK if you've got mm. skills or not. So basically, if you're not skilled mm. for a job, you're still likely to get that job because they need to keep these companies alive and afloat and they're just taking on everybody at the moment. So it's mm. really interesting how they're ushering people into work. Um, and I think that in one, one hand, that gives people a great opportunity to do a job they never thought they could before. And mm-hmm. on the other hand, I guess it kind of looks uh, like it could be bad because if somebody's thrown into a job with no skills for that job, mm-hmm. and then that company starts losing uh, its reputation over the quality of work and 
you know, if they're not handling the job very well, if they're rude to customers, depends what it is, I guess. But mm-hmm. um, it could go very wrong. Um, but, you know, I think mm. I'm looking at this as a positive thing and it's giving people more of an opportunity to do things they couldn't do before. Yeah. But that's the first so, people in the jobs is kind of unrehearsed yeah. like that before. That's how, yeah. how how's that going to manifest itself? Um, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. You know, you know, here um, we have, uh, this is unbelievable. I mean, I, I don't know how many times I've said you scratch your head and wonder and, and let's scratch our head and wonder some more. Um, you know, we've talked about, obviously it's, it's not new news that there's a congressional investigative committee looking into the root causes of the January 6th attack on our Capitol, the insurrection. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, if the, if the DOJ or the Department of Justice gets involved as a result of this and starts handing down some indictments or invest, more further investigations and so forth, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But this is interesting. Two prominent Republicans are in, within that committee. Also two people who voted to convict uh, 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 Donald Trump after he was impeached that second time on his role within mm-hmm. the uh, instruction, right? Those two yeah. Republicans are, are uh, Liz Cheney and... Um, uh, Representative Adam Kitzinger. Yeah. Um, look, they, the Republican Party on, um, t- I guess today, this morning, East Coast time. Anyway, um, the Republican Party censored those Republican representatives, meaning Liz Cheney and Adam Kitzinger, for joining Congress's probe of, of Donald Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. They called the January 6th Capitol attack a legitimate political discourse. It was perfectly yeah. okay. People, pro- yeah. it was okay. And for you folks, for you, for you Congress folks, to Republicans to, to try to investigate what caused it and to see what Trump's role was, whoever's, whoever was involved, we yeah. think is, is, is worthwhile of censorship. I just can't believe this party has crumbled. Repub- wow. You know, I, I, I miss a legitimate Comprehensive, well thought out, somewhat in, in, so, with some degree of intellect, a Republican Party. I, I have been independent the last, you know, five or six years. Uh, primarily registered as a as a Democrat back east, and worked on many many Democratic campaigns to one extent or another. And, yeah. and as as we, you know, our conversation on the show obviously leans more towards you know, skews that way than it does. Uh, conservative uh, ideologies and philosophies that just you know who, who we are I think on the on the show but to a point and, and there's there's you know there's other things that we've talked about that are they're they're probably skewed more towards conservative uh, philosophies when it comes to economy and economics and finances and you know you can't you can't spend a whole bunch of money you don't have but if you can yeah. spend money to make money and generate more money and those and, this, and then by spending that money you you benefit millions of people that maybe you do that you know but anyway the point being here is that I think that the Republican Party has has gone down the drain I mean it is it is with this Trump involvement ever since he got involved. With hmm. the Republican Party, um, it's just not the same anymore. It's right. Just, it's just, yeah. You know, it's it's. That's And I can't believe that he still has a grip. That there are still yeah. Republican congressmen and senators that are they're shitting in their pants that he might say something negative about them. Right. Yeah. They're afraid of him. They're afraid of this guy. 
Which is silly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Andy, hearing that, you make me want to go. Everything's going down the drain, though, isn't it? It really is. Uh, I think the whole world is going through this huge transition right now, Andy, to be fair. It's not Mm. just the US and the UK. I think other countries are experiencing this shift, too. Mm -hmm. With our economies going under because of COVID, you know, and uh, changes that that, that, that's all had a a butterfly effect with everything that's going on. And, um, you know, Certain pawns being moved on the chessboard to move into place to for mm-hmm. the, I would just look at the bigger chess pieces is government kind of shifting around and taking new places and things like that. I think we're gonna see some very interesting and probably scary changes in the next few years. And it's gonna make yeah. a lot of people feel unsettled with everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, I, I just I, I, I just think here that um, I think you know the more you read into the documentation they have, the phone calls, the, even the phone calls between Congressman Jim Jordan and Donald Trump uh, mm. prior to the insurrection and during the insurrection, and he said, "Ah, and, and and Jim Jordan, we played some of his sound bites on on the show. Uh, yeah. a, a wacky, wacky conservative. I don't know, not you know, Congressman. Um, <laughs> yeah. He uh, he he he. Uh, um, um, you know, had you know, and he's. I don't remember when I talked to the guy. I don't remember. I may have talked to him. I talked to him all the time. I talked before, after, during. I don't know. I remember. I don't know. I may have talked to him. You know, in the meantime, <laughs> we're, we're riders are, are clubbing police officers with the American flag and Trump flags, raiding the Capitol with the, with the Confederate flags, sitting in the hallways, pissing on the halls of the Capitol building, yeah. invading congressmen's right. offices. Right? We don't. We know all about that. Oh, I talked to the president, sure, and 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 Trump did nothing about it. Just sit there and smiles on his face as so he watched it unfold on, on TV. Yeah. Um, anyway, what, how I think is going to happen is the more – and, and the, uh, uh, the National Archives handed over to this investigative committee in Congress 700-some-odd um, – I mean, I mean, so many records, 700,000, 1,200, and the numbers go up and up and up and up. I mean, it's just incredible how many records uh, pertaining to uh, the January 6th insurrection have been handed over to this investigative committee. And, yeah. um, and I think what's happening – and I keep asking, when, what is taking so fucking long – to get enough to get this guy on trial, to incriminate this yeah. guy. What is the delay here? I mean, it's, you, you, you can see it, and, and you don't have to make up stories. These aren't – this is fact, hard fact, that this guy was, was involved in inciting this thing, sat and watched it, didn't do anything about it. And, and not that that's a crime, just not do anything about it. Mm-hmm. How, you know, what's, what's, what's that law? He could, you know, but inciting it is the law, but watching yeah. it on TV and not doing anything about it, well, he, there's no – Law that says he has to do something about it. Of course, he should have, but no, he took took him over two hours, right? But but there is a law regarding his telling people to march on the Capitol and and firing them up, and his attorney saying, you know, trial by combat. I'll march to the Capitol with you. But da 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 da, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and a noose to hang the vice president of the United States. Mm. You know, Nancy, where are you? You know, try, try, you know, threatening the lives of our of, of our of our representatives. Yeah. That's what these people did. Yeah, and and this and to say this guy didn't incite this guy invited everybody to the to Washington on January sixth. It was Trump's invitation that brought them there, and then he got I'm, up and spoke. Yeah, I'm still stunned how people don't see that. How yeah. he was the instigator of this. Oh, he he didn't force them to go into the Capitol. He didn't tell them to go invade the Capitol. He didn't tell them to, to you know to club. You know, he didn't he didn't tell them to do any of that. 
but he incited mm. it. Mm. You know, and it's, you don't, as you said, you, you don't. Have, this isn't rocket science. It's it's clear as day that he was yeah. involved in this. And what my yeah. and, and also we can go into Georgia and asking for the eleven thousand one hundred seven hundred eighty votes. You know, we've played that clip a bunch of times, and and his involvement, you know, tax evasion and, and tax fraud in the state in the state of New York. Um, you know, it, it's bam, 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 all of these things. And, and yeah. you just wonder, oh, it, this is the United States. We are a country of laws, and nobody is above the law. I don't care if they're a president. I don't care if they're – I don't care who they are. They're not above the law. The president is not above the law. And, and there's yeah. so much that has come out. We're clear, clear breaking laws, violating United States laws. Mm-hmm. And 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 yeah. you and it's clear and and you, why is it taking so long just to? I, I guess the answer is this: that when they do, and I feel they will, and, and it's gone beyond my prediction. I thought something was going to happen over the summer. That's you know this is already fucking what? What are we February already? All right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I think the reason is is that when they hand out indictments and uh, indictments, and I think those indictments are going to come. I really do. I hope I'm right. Um, yeah. The they're going to make sure they have all their I's dotted, all their T's crossed. They're going to make sure they got everything solidified that this is ironclad slam dunk, dude. This, this, you're not getting away with this, and, and I yeah. think that's why. That's why they're you know if he was, if this were just a a investigation about an, from an ordinary citizen who was suspected of of, of breaking laws, whatever it might be. He would have mm-hmm. won the trial a long time ago. It, it, he would have already been it tried. It would already happen. Yeah. yeah. But being Donald Trump, who seems to get away with all this shit, you know, but this time he's not. And I think I think this time he knows he's not. And that's why, you know, he just gave this, this rally in Texas. He gave this rally in Texas. And I was going to play it. It was too long. I, I was going to, I decided maybe, me and maybe we'll dive into it next week or something. But I was listening to it and watching it. I was about to download it for the show and take excerpts and clips and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I, I just... I began to do it, and I, I just I couldn't I couldn't tolerate it. I couldn't bear to listen to it myself. Yeah. I'm in Hollywood, California. I'm here. Right? I'm in L.A., okay? Trump said yeah. crime is so bad in Beverly Hills that the residents of Beverly Hills are now leaving their trunks open so that the criminals can steal, test, take whatever's in their trunk and not damage the cars. What? Yes, he said that. He said that. Listen to it. Oh, Download it. It's, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Wow. He said that. And how hard, you know, he one lie after another lie after another lie. Bam, 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 like a machine gun. Boom, lie, 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 lie. Right after, and, and the people, and people are cheering, and, and he's saying, we have football fields of crowds. This is the largest rally ever happened in Texas. The lines to get in here are still happening. The lines are 30 miles long. 30 miles long, the cars are still coming. This is the largest rally we've ever had. Oh my God! And wow. why don't they turn the and the press, the, the the fake news? Why don't they turn their cameras the other way? They they won't want to show all the football fields of people we have here in Texas, the largest rally yeah. in Texas history. Wow! Oh, oh so my God! It gives me a headache, and I don't get headaches. Uh, I I gotta tell you something. Okay. And how these people in Texas sit there and applaud this raving, lying lunatic. He's I a know. lunatic. He's a nut. He's he's not mentally well. He he's he's not a well man. And uh and how these people can just sit there and believe that there's thirty miles of cars still flooding to get in to see him speak. 
That's just 30. I knew it wasn't 30 miles of car jams trying to. What do you think he is, Woodstock? Yeah. Guarantee it wasn't Woodstock, Mr. Trump. You know, you couldn't come close. Couldn't come close. Unbelievable. Unfucking. Wow, real. that is. I just, uh, I, I'm mm. sorry. Uh, I mean, there's just. <laughs> I, I, I literally, you can hear I can't get a word out. Makes you feel like that because I get so speechless. I could sit here have an opinion all day and talk about it all day, but that that, that man and everything that's going on has just literally blown me away. Oh my God! Yeah, it's like. Uh, ah! You know. ah! Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Is Washington still recovering from what happened? No. I mean I mean uh, the country's recovering. We're trying to recover. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. But um in terms of the physical Structures and so forth. Uh, no, yeah. it's it's no, no. Okay. But um, right. uh, um, uh, you know, uh, it's unbelievable. Yes, yeah, but the guys still out there. I just, you know. Yes. Yeah. The um, <laughs> the Olympic Games <laughs> burst into life. Um, uh, Yesterday, and the president um, it started with the president jumping of China. Oh, really? I'm sorry, no, it didn't. No, no, I'm sorry. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just reading the headlines here, and it said the okay. Olympics opened with president jumping. I'm like, oh, he jumped. He's jumping up and down. The He's so excited about this thing. It's right. a president jumping. His name is jumping. Not jump. He didn't. So. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, see? Yeah. I read this headline. I'm just going through Reuters and some of the press services and light links we have and the fees we get here on the show. And one headline says, uh, Beijing, you know, the Olympics uh, games burst into life um, with the president jumping. Yes, the news is brought to you by the Andy Demander Show. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I've just been uh, scanning over one of the headlines of uh, China joins Russia in opposing NATO expansion. Get the hell out! Is that right? Is That's that what right? Saying. It says China is joining Russia. Are we, the, are we in the break of a third world war? Darling, that wouldn't surprise me. Um, it would, I mean, everybody's predicting it's heading that way. China has, has joined Russia in opposing further NATO expansion as the two countries move closer together in the face of Western pressure. Moscow and Beijing issued a statement showcasing their agreement on a raft of issues during a visit by Russia's... How do you pronounce his name? Vladimir? Vladimir. Uh, 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 Putin. Putin. Yeah. For the Winter Olympics, Mr. Putin... Putin. Putin. You can say the President Putin. Putin. Mr. Putin claims Western Mm -hmm. powers are using the NATO (laughs) Defense Alliance to undermine Russia. It comes amid tensions over Ukraine, which he denies planning to invade. 
Some 100,000 Russian troops remain at the border with Ukraine, which is a former Soviet republic. Mr. Putin, sorry, Pukin, who has written that Russians and Ukrainians are one nation, has demanded that Ukraine be barred from joining NATO. While the lengthy joint statement did not refer directly to Ukraine, the two countries accused NATO of espousing a Cold War mm. ideology. Uh, the friendship between Russia and China has no limits. There are no forbidden areas of cooperation. Mm. Really? Mm. The talks which the Kremlin said were very warm were held ahead of the game's opening ceremony. They were sat there over glasses, hot chocolate, keeping cozy. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> yes, it was the first time the leaders have met face-to-face since the start of the pandemic. Ah, were they wearing masks? Mm. Probably not. Um, mm. The two countries said they were seriously concerned about the... Ooh, what's this? AUKUS security pact between the US, UK and Australia. Announced last year, AUKUS will see Australia build nuclear-powered submarines as part of efforts to boost security in the Asia-Pacific region. It is largely seen as an effort to counter China, which has been accused of raising tensions in disputed territories such as the South China Sea. Apparently, though, a U.S. plane, I was reading about this a little while back, one of the your highest technology or uh, planes have been or crashed or something in the, in the South China Sea, and there was a race between the U.S. and China to get to it first. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. The pilot yeah, fucked up a landing. Yeah. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's going on. That doesn't mm. make everybody nervous you, too you, much. T- tell me about it. You know, um, well, oh, I got, I got to just going to jump back real quick to something else that Trump said. It just crossed my mind. So I'm looking at some other things here. That that uh, he also said that the uh, economy was going down the tubes here, and he also said that uh, um, the gas prices are higher than they've ever been. And he also said mm. this is real. He also said that the Mexicans, um, uh, the, well, the, the uh, incro- in, in incursion in our bo- south border, uh, they're coming across our borders by the millions and millions and millions. They're invading right. our country by the by the millions. It's it's just a lie. It's right. a lot, flat out lie. Anyway, um, what made me say that is because the um, our economy here is strong um, despite the uh, Obamacron. Uh, not, what's it, what do you call that? Uh, Omnibomb. The Omnibomb? The, on, the Omnicron. Omni, Omni, the Om, thank you. <laughs> the Omnicron. Um, what? Yeah. yeah. The uh, Omnicron surge. Um, and, and we're going to supposedly have some rate hikes, but um, but the uh, you know, the economy here, in, in fact, created uh, more jobs than, you know, way more jobs than, than had been expected in January, um, mm. despite, you know, the, the surge and how contagious the uh, uh, Omicron uh, variant is and so forth, um, um, but the you know more jobs were created in January than they thought, which is a which is a good sign. You know, right. I, I, as a as a country, and the way I see things, and when I have I've operated as you know I've operated several businesses in the past, and I've signed many 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 a paychecks um, as yeah. as a as a president of companies, and um, the way I I. Um, you know, basically, like to conduct myself in business and otherwise is, you know, I'm going to do what I do. I want to make things happen, and I don't, I don't care what happens external. You know, in the world, I mean, I, mean, I care in terms of, you know, I want things, to, I want people to be happy, and I want life to be good, and us to be peace, and blah blah. But putting all that stuff aside, um, you know, 
economic signs, this is happening, that's happening. I like to be proactive in business, be creative, mm-hmm. predict what, you know, try to stay ahead of, like you're staying ahead of an airplane as a pilot, stay ahead of the game. And, yeah. and be innovative in your approach to gaining new business and maintaining clients and coming out with new product and, and, and you know, um, ideas, exchanging ideas and, yeah. um, um, you know, I'm taking the right word here. But anyway, um, and, and so, you know, yeah, sorry. This yeah. economy is going down, this is going up, jobs are created, this thing was done. Well, I've got this new idea. I'm going to advertise here. I'm going to try to, to tackle this market and see if I can integrate my product and services within this market. What do I have to do to gain business within the market? You know, how am I going to approach it and make it happen? And that's that's part of the fun of being in business. You know, it's not just well, yeah. I, you know, make it hello, Bill, but but you know, it, it challenges. How do I how do I my make my business equivalent to the Nike logo? You know, when you see that Nike swirl in their products, you don't, oh, you, don't yeah. ask yourself, you don't ask yourself what that company does. You know they make sneakers. Well, actually, they don't. They contract their, their sneaker manufacturing out to companies in Taiwan and China, different places. But anyway, they're a marketing group up in Seattle. You know, they're, they're, they're a marketing company, and they put billions of dollars into, into – so, so you know what their, what their Nike logo is. You know, you drive down the road. You don't ask yourself, well, what's that company do? What's that swirl mean? You know it's Nike. You know they make sneakers. So yeah. in a smaller scale – it's kind of cool to think about in business. Um, I want to do that. You know, I want people, when they think of my business, my products, my services, my branding, I want them to know what I do and what my position is within the market and, and the industry in which I serve. I, I want them yeah. to know that. And how do I make that happen? That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's so cool to strategize, to think and exchange ideas and, and implement programs and budget and, you know, go ahead and, and launch these programs. And you might have to adjust the course midway if things, you know, you don't, you, don't, you don't change your commitment or your objective to making this happen. But how you get there, you may have to adjust a little bit. And that's, that's part of the fun and the excitement and the energy of being in business, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and if, you, if you pay attention to all this bullshit that's occurring external to, to your ideas and your plan in business, this is not to life. Um, then, um, you, you know, you, you got to ignore all that crap. You know, oh, the economy is this. Oh, jobs this. So, you know, the only thing I care about regarding jobs, I mean, I want people to obviously be happy and be able to make a living and pay, you know, pay the bills and have great lives and raise great, great kids. And that's obvious. But in terms of hmm. jobs, when I think of jobs, it's who, who can I employ to, to make my mission happen? I can't do it alone. So I've got it. When you employ people, every single person who I bring in my company is an integral part of making this plan happen. And right. we can't do it alone. An employee is the most valuable asset to any organization. The employee is the most yeah. valuable asset. And um, absolutely. And it, well, yeah, we're at that time, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Perfect opportunity in in history and time to allow so many great minds and uh, people with great skills to come forward now and do wondrous things mm-hmm. for this country or any country and mm-hmm. the economy if they're given the chance. Yeah. This is yeah. the perfect opportunity to allow those people to come forward. They could contribute something absolutely incredible to this world yes. right now. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think it really more op- done to praise that. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the opportunities are incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah, it yeah. truly is. It, it, it is. You know, and our, um, our, where our economy is changing as well, and we've got this whole, you know, cryptocurrency as well. You can see everything's on mm-hmm. the verge of change. It's just fascinating yep. times. 
So it is fascinating. What are you say? Yeah. Well, um, what I think is uh, you added a. Uh, I was telling you I was producing a. Um, let me step back here. So what was I going to say? Oh yeah, I was producing a young woman from Austin, Texas, by the name of Natalie yeah. Moore, and we played I think, yeah. a tune of hers way back. And we sent a tune that we had uh, laid down some tracks. We sent it to you, and you yeah. laid in some um, some keyboard tracks and I said, Well, you know, let's you know, I remember we played that tune I think a while back and said, Oh, you know yeah. what? That's that that's before you added the keyboard. And um for those of you who don't know, Amanda and I are both musicians. That's our those are, that's a real gig. That's what actually you know, for me, you know, has been supporting me in the music <laughs> biz and the entertainment biz. And some of the a little bit of the acting biz too. That's a that's a whole other show. Anyway, um and it has been that has been other shows, hasn't it? Anyway, um yeah. but um Regarding the tune, um, and uh, you know your your addition to the to the song was so just beautifully done. You had such an incredible knack and feel and taste it for flavoring. You know, it's, oh, uh, thank you. You you really I, do, yeah. and and I, I expect I expect to hear and see much more uh, out of your music career as we thank move ahead. Thank you. you know? I plan to. You know, I'm planning to do more with that. Um, I guess where my life has been changing quite a lot in these past couple of years i'm trying to find my feet in the right places now in in certain areas of my life so yeah i can focus more on the things that um, i'm passionate about mm-hmm. so, yeah yes. good good yeah because you, you're in mexico now right um i you, am are you able are you able to bring in your I mean, your your music equipment there because you're gonna be there for a little while now is that are you go, is well, that's that, right you know? i yeah i've got my um because i was working predominantly on my imac which is at home oh nice uh, but oh, I, I do want, okay. yeah, I do want to purchase that's not, that's an Apple not, laptop. Yeah, okay, no. I was going to say, and I'm, I'm not familiar with yeah. Apple, I'm, I'm PC and Android Oh, okay, here. yes, of course, sorry. So an iMac is not a laptop, obviously, an iMac No, is a, it's, it's, yeah, it's the main computer, like a, a normal computer that you'd have with the base and everything, obviously, gotcha. the iMac doesn't yeah. have a base or anything like that. But yeah, yeah so yeah, I yeah. want to get the, the Apple laptop, and so I can go anywhere in the world and still work. And um, so I'm currently using uh, Bella's laptop, thanks mm-hmm. to her. And uh, yeah, so I shall be doing some stuff. I brought my mini keyboard with me and, and some mm. other stuff. I have to be careful what I could bring, actually, into this country. Mm-hmm. You know, you're very mm. limited, and I had a lot of stuff to bring. So mm-hmm. it was like, okay, okay, do I take this? Do I take that? No, okay, so I'll leave this. And mm. there's ways of means of me doing things. It's just, you know, be very mm. sensible. Uh, so, yeah. So let's let's take a listen to this tune. And uh, uh, I met this young woman, Natalie, at a venue where I was playing, doing a show, and um, and she was um, she was there and played, got up on stage and and uh, played uh, ukulele. Did a song at this kind of open, this open stage kind of presentation, you know, in my local neighborhood here, and um, and I host this um, this gathering, you know, gathering of emerging singer songwriters. Um, yeah. Uh, Usually about once a week or so, I try to get over there. But uh, the um, so I met her there, and she's from Austin, Texas, and heard her play a little tune on the ukulele, and she sang, and I'm like, oh my god, this girl's got so much potential, and and brought her into my studio. She's supposed to go back to Austin, Texas, and I talked her into staying and doing some more recording. So we laid down this tune, um, and this is how we did it. Um, just one take, bam, we just just one take, and uh, I played guitar, then added guitar, and then also over COVID, I tried to learn how to play bass. So I play. Two or even three guitars. I forget how many guitars. I think two. Two guitars. Just we played the song together with just one guitar and sang, 
Then later I added a second guitar. Then later than that I added the bass. Then I sent it to you, and you added the keys. Okay. Yes. So let's let's take a listen to how this all culminated. I'm 
Great track. Mm. Great mm. track. Hey, bravo, brother. Mm. <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's funny. I, I just, as we heard the ending of the tune there, I just recalled, um, you know, playing it. I know I just strummed the guitar. I didn't know the song. I had no, I had never heard of the song before. I didn't mm. know the song. You know, let's only do this tune. And she basically uh, sang it, and I, um, you know, I figured, okay, I got the chord structure down. But I, I didn't know the songs, the verses, the courses. You know, I'm just playing guitar, and she's singing it, and I'm I'm kind of going with it. You know, I'm just, yeah. you know, kind of staying ahead. We we're talking about staying ahead of things. I'm trying to stay ahead of her, so where the song's going to go. And mm. um, and it worked out, you know. But here's the funny thing. I had no idea when the song was going to end. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she stopped singing, and I'm still playing. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Oh, it's over. <laughs> oh, I got to end this thing. Yeah. And so that whole ending was just, uh, you know, I didn't know the song was done. So I had to, okay, right. I got to figure out how I'm okay. going to end the song. We're, we're done. Okay. And then the song. And it kind of, that's what you heard at the end there. It was kind of funny. But anyway. Oh, I love uh, hearing things like that. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> what 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 do you think? What do you think of the song? Great. I can hear that you've layered in the extra vocals now. Yes. Um, because, of course, when you sent it to me to do the extra the padding on the yep. track, it was yep. just her main vocals, and that was it. But okay. now with the, the extra, the, the extra mm-hmm. harmonies and stuff, it sounds really good. Isn't that good? Yeah, you'll have to send me the proper copy, though, because I can't appreciate it as well on live. On right, live I'll, 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 why don't I do this? Why don't I email you that um, yeah. and, and a few more tracks? Uh, you don't have I mean, a keyboard there. I, I take it you don't have a keyboard there. I've, yeah, I brought my mini keyboard with me. Oh, you do. Yeah. So if you have a keyboard with MIDI and then you have the laptop, couldn't you add additional tracks from there still from? It's from other possible. Tunes? Yeah, I brought my software with me, but what I didn't bring because I use um, a software called Reason by Propellerhead. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I've got like a, a USB key that you plug into your computer to activate mm-hmm. it. I I gotta find out online if I can still do it because I forgot the USB key. You probably and, can. Um, you probably can. Yeah, Just let probably them know. Can. You can. Yeah. Here's the other question I have. Um, I think I mentioned this to you before. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Presonus, uh, external gear hardware software. Yes. I, I use yeah. Studio One, and and I think Studio One is as a musician. I'm not a recording engineer. Um, I'm learning. You know, I, I, re- I recorded the tune you just heard, and I'm doing Kevin uh, Michael's tunes and so forth. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I say to myself, God, I'm not a recording engineer, but here I am being a recording engineer, so maybe I am. Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, I'm not a recording engineer. Yeah, I've only released about 27 songs. I'm not recording. Yeah, I'm not recording. I don't know. Anyway, um, but um, so here's the uh, – you know what I'm saying is that Studio One, and a little plug for my friends over at Personas. Um, is probably the most um, intuitive recording DAW, you know, digital audio workstation software um, it, that exists. I, I went from Pro Tools, which you know Pro Tools. I went from Pro Tools to Studio One way back when, long, long time ago, when Studio One came out before 2, 3, now they're up to Studio One 5.5. And I, and I, uh, I remember I got um, an M audio interface, which is what used the Studio One, excuse me, with the Pro Tools. And mm-hmm. had Pro Tools, and it just didn't. The PC, I think, I think in an Apple environment, Pro Tools might be more appropriate. But even then, it seemed yeah. cumbersome. You got to open folders and take this out of the folder and leave this down and open another folder. Mm-hmm. Studio One, you just drag and drop everything you want to do, and you don't even you know, bam, 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 bam. And they have a scratch pad. Oh, let me see if if I did this, how would it sound? You have a scratch pad. It, it doesn't affect your 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 original recording. And then if you yeah. want to try different versions, reset, let's say you want to reset some volume levels, reset your compressions and reverbs, you can actually save different 
mixes of the tune and go back and play any one you want. See, you know, I'm you keep your original. Let me play around with this stuff. Bum 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 bum. Make and save different versions of it. And never, you know, yeah. and, and with the click of a mouse, go back to the other one. You know, bam. Yeah. It's just and so and the effects and loops and instruments and and midis and I mean thousands. It's just incredible. And everything's drag and drop. You know, and everything is. Yeah. It's incredible. All I can say is like, and I'm and I don't know. I just play guitar and, and do vocals and keep things. I don't do MIDI compositions. I don't do rap music. Mm. I don't do disco and you yeah. know effects and bumbity bumbity. You know, I don't. Do, I, don't I acoustic <laughs> guitar. You know, Bob Bob Dylan. You know, the Weavers. Um, you know, singer songwriter. Yeah. You know, a guitar yeah. and voice. That's what I record. And and yeah. Studio One is so much more capability than what I use it for. I could probably I use. Think- yeah, I think for you, your needs, Studio One is perfect because, you know, I, I temporarily used it for a while. Oh. And I, I appreciated the simplicity of it, like you described. Yeah. I find mm-hmm. myself drifting back to reason simply because of the extensive sound library and uh, effects that you could get there. And that was before mm-hmm. the, the purchase ones that you could get. So I guess, yeah, I just find myself drifting back because it was familiar. And didn't yeah. really give Studio One that kind of opportunity because I was, I was producing more as a producer than I was... Just, um, I don't know, like a singer-songwriter gotcha. just trying to lay down a track yeah. of a guitar or whatever. But, um, yeah. When you, when you get a couple of minutes, if, if, you, if, yeah. you, if you, you know, want to take the time, go into YouTube yeah. and, mm. and look up Studio One 5 and just look at some demos of people doing things um, that are mm. blow you away. It just, yeah. it, it, there are literally thousands and thousands and thousands of instruments and loops and samples and and drum tracks and just I mean I, beyond my way over my, my head not not your head because this is what you do I, I have no <laughs> I have no clue of how you do what you do and you just did a good job of it but it's a different world than oh, I live you. in you know I, I I'm singing kumbaya you know what I'm saying so um so <laughs> uh, give me GCD on a guitar I'm good and that's all I know but um, <laughs> but what you do is I mean you are a true composer you know you are a true composer and um Thank you. Thank you. um and I and and my you know, give give Studio One. The only reason I say that, the only reason I, I say, well, I say it because I'm, I swear by it, but coming from Pro Tools. But the other reason I say that is because it might, and I don't know this to be true, it might um, give you and I the ability to do more regarding uh, sending back and forth stems and doing stuff and tracks um, that we can do together. You know, uh, from miles and miles away. You know. Um, yeah. I had this thought. This is in my mind. I have so much. Hmm. If only I could create what's in my mind. I guess everybody's the same. But if I could only present to the real world what's in my brain, it would be oh, amazing. I know, right? I know. But I, I would like to start this like Grateful Deady kind of folky band, and you know, bring you up and put you on the keys, and have a bass player, wow. and have and have have uh, Natalie come up and sing, and you sing, you know, you both of your voices together, and I, oh I, and I do my, and I do my best bad deal, no, and and <laughs> um, anyway, um, it would be pretty, um, pretty wow. incredible. Wow. I know it would be incredible. I know I know that if we, we would take the stage and it would blow people away. I know it would. I, Absolutely. I would be crapping myself, Andy. I've never done anything Unbelievable. Like that. <laughs> and, and, and there's this guy, there's a guy uh, back, uh, he lives in Delaware, mm-hmm. been in the music biz. He's incredibly talented guitar player. I mean, he is, uh, he's, he's sat in on me when I've done some shows. He just brings the guitar and sits down, electric guitar. I've got a few pedals that he uses. 
Um, and I'm playing people, you know, coming to see Andy Kimball. They don't know who I'm going to have with me because you know, I never knew who I'm going to have with me. Sometimes I invite people to join the show and they know what? Yeah, just just bring your just come on, come in and sit in. They're like, uh, really? They don't know what I do. I don't know what they do, but we make it happen. It's always an enjoyable time. Yeah. So E. B. Hawkins is the guy's name, and he's an amazing, amazing, beyond incredible, talented guitar player, songwriter, composer yeah. on the guitar. I mean, he yeah. is just so I'm sitting out doing a show. And and people are wondering, people are, you know, okay, you know, I'm doing my thing. Everybody's asking about E.B. Hawkins. Who's that? Who is he? Who's who's that masked man? He's that good. He's that good. And and it wow. would be so cool if I could get E.B. Hawkins out to California, and uh, I, we could probably do a three-hour show and not take a break. And 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 uh, and if you came up in the keys, and Natalie came up for vocals, we'd put in a really good bass player, maybe another guitar player. You know, we we would absolutely wow. blow audiences away. We would, and and that's that's an absolute fact. That's an absolute fact. <laughs> you know, I love your anyway, sense of enthusiasm, my darling. <laughs> I just wish I could make half. In the meantime, I strum my guitar, I uh, cucaracha, you know, I do what I do. I, <laughs> <laughs> wow! We're coming to the end of the show. Oh my god! Oh no! no. Um, no. You know, I, I'll tell you. Um, God, these, these hours go by fast. We get to talk about so many different things, you know? I know. It's yeah. amazing. But I want to yeah. learn, uh, I think we should do, um, um, what's that song called? You know. Uh, oh, that one. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, yeah, I think definitely that, you know. Well, I guess uh, <laughs> we need to close it out for today, for the week. We'll be back Monday. Uh, we'll be back Monday at uh, at 9 p.m. How'd that happen? 9 p.m. <laughs> wow. Okay, here we go. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, anyway, we'll be back 9 p.m. Um, Monday. 8 p.m. for you, Amanda. Does that work for you? Yes. Eight, that eight. is absolutely fine. Yes, that is perfect. We're, we're seven even better. Let's make it Let's make it seven, your time. Seven. Seven p.m. That, my time. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Does that work? Does that work? Yep. That would be absolutely fine. Yeah. Or, or maybe eight. See, then nine p.m. Eastern. Nine p.m. Eastern is eight p.m. for you, and six p.m. for me. Let's go nine. Let's go. Excuse me. Nine p.m. <laughs> Eastern Standard. So nine p.m. It is. Let's go nine. Well, we okay. can play around with it. All right. I just want to see what the numbers are on Blog Talk Radio because I think it. You know, I think a late night audience. I'm going East, Eastern Standard Time here, and you and I are both on the. You know. Um, so. Cornell on the East Coast will be 9 p.m. Yes. That'll be 8 p.m. for you and 6 p.m. for me. So 8 p.m. for myself. Okay. 8 p.m. 8 p.m. in in, in the southern part of the world. 8 p.m. in Mexico. Uh, and that in UK is early 3, hours. 3, 3, 3 a.m. in the morning. 3 a.m. in the morning. But then our listenership live in the UK isn't as great as other parts no. of the world. So. No. 
It's not. That's absolutely fine. We need to play with the numbers, definitely. Yeah. We do. So let's play around with this, and we're gonna we're gonna do some because let's face it, our our live numbers are not impressive. Nobody's ever heard of Block Talk Radio, so we're really you know I can give that a number out all day long. We do get some callers, but uh, but you know most of our listeners uh, listen to our show and podcast, and which is fine. Welcome aboard, and. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, we do have a live show. This is not produced as a podcast. This is a radio show with the call-in numbers, the switchboard, the whole thing. Like every capability that any other radio station would have, we have, uh, and that's how this thing is produced. Um, and we want to get our live numbers up because we're planning on taking the show in some different directions this first quarter of 2022. So um, I want to play around with this. We will play around with this. So uh, at for Monday, for next week, let's just do it for the week, uh, we're going to go on at, uh, at 8 p.m., for you, Amanda, it'll be 9 p.m. Eastern Standard okay. Time, whatever time that is in your corner of the world, 9 p.m. starting Monday, um, the 7th of February. And I also want to say this, that uh, Kevin Michaels and I are getting together to mix his next song for you, which uh, his other song, uh, Down Home Georgia, is still riding a Oh, I thought you were going to say for me then, personally. I was like, wow, thank <laughs> <We're gonna laughs> really like for that. you. For you. <laughs> we're getting together Sunday, Monday, and we're going to debut the song uh, – Probably Wednesday or maybe Friday, we're doing a great big record release party for Kevin in Santa Monica next Woo! weekend, next Saturday night. We're yeah. going to have four U mix. We're going to have a live band there. Kevin's going to sing, and that's going to be at Patrick's Roadhouse in Santa Monica on the on next. I think it's uh, the twelfth of February, whatever day that is. Uh, wow. Whenever Fantastic. next weekend. So we're mixing and, and we're releasing. We're releasing the next tune, and and uh, Down Home Georgia went number one. It's still number one in the national country charts and indie charts. His next song that is already recorded in Nashville, we need to remix. It's another story. We're remixing it this weekend, and it's going to be released next week, and we're going to debut the song on this show on Wednesday. We're going to hear Kevin oh, Michaels' I'm next song so called For You, and we'll play some other music on Wednesday, too. So uh, welcome aboard, folks. Great being here. Amanda, why don't you take us home, and, okay. um, and we'll see. Have a great, safe, strong, healthy, good weekend, and we'll see you back here Monday. Remember, Monday night. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go ahead, Amanda. Take it away. Absolutely. So on behalf of my wonderful co-host, Andy Kimball in California, Hollywood, myself, Amanda Love here in Monterey, Mexico, thank you so much to all you beautiful listeners for joining us once again and have an amazing weekend. Catch us Monday. You heard all the good stuff from Andy. What's happening next week? So exciting. So come and join us, and we'll see you then. We love you. Take care. Smile. Have a good one. You bet. Take care, folks. Bye.